what does Chris say? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we're doing it. We're, this is the first time we've done it without Chris and it's already a shambles. Ask him what he says. Okay, sure. Oh, he says your comic book reading club. He says your comic book reading club. Yeah, but we're not that anymore, are we? We're kind of everything. We're, we have a comic book reading club. So maybe we should make it your one-stop shop for all things pop culture. Well, it's not pop culture, is it? Your one-stop shop for all things comic related. Yeah. That's yeah. a bit shite. But... That's a bit shite. Well, good luck editing this, Chris. Just, are we recording? Yeah, I started it like two minutes ago. Oh, Christ. I'm That's so why I said good sorry. luck editing I'm this, Chris. I'm so sorry, Chris. Um... <laughs> Jesus. Hello and welcome to the Phantom Zone, your comic book reading club. And today it is just me and Simone. So Hi. say hello. Hi. Yeah. How are you doing? Uh, since the five minutes since you saw me, I'm well, thank yeah, you. Yeah, we are in the same house just for everybody. <laughs> like it's it is just Chris who's not with us from afar. The me and Simone <laughs> are not actually... with us. Makes it sound like he's dead. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, we're getting off to a good start already. That's. Um, so today we're going to be talking about um, the long-awaited Black Panther Wakanda Forever, bop, uh, which bop. we just finished seeing. We saw it less than an hour ago, and uh, we wanted to get straight into it with our fresh thoughts. And uh, But first off, to start the podcast, as always, what have we got, Simone? Nerd news! Love it. Every time. Fantastic. And to start us off, we've only got two bits because we're going to keep this one short and sweet, you know, uh, as it's just the two of us. Um, our first one is in the uh, film, when we went to see Black Panther, we had uh, a trailer for Oppenheimer, which me and you are both looking forward to for different reasons, I imagine. Very different but, reasons. Uh, you just well, want to ridicule it. Yeah, but I you also genuinely... didn't like Tanet. <sighs> yeah, because that wasn't a good film, but I still think that at his heart Christopher Nolan is a very this good isn't, director. This isn't the podcast for this. We are we when Oppenheimer does come out or closer to that, we will have a special episode so look forward to this where me and Simone will be debating whether Christopher Nolan is a, a genius uh, or a hack. That will be the name of that podcast. Um, but what I will say from the trailer is that we don't see much. The first trailer we ever saw was just a silhouette of uh, well, it's Killian. It's more of a teaser than a trailer. Yeah, it was. Is it Cillian Murphy or Killian Murphy? I always get that wrong. Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. Um, Killian Murphy in front of a burning ball of fire. Um, and that was it. But this one, we get to actually see a bit of footage. There's a bit more dialogue. Um, it appears. Now, do we think that it's black and white the whole film? Or just this trailer? Um, maybe. Maybe the whole thing is black and white apart from the bomb. Ooh, maybe. That does sound Christopher Nolan-y. Everything after the bomb becomes colour. I mean, you did joke that during well, the trailer there was a, a well, countdown timer. I was, yeah, I was saving that bit. I, If you go back to our previous podcast where we talk about this initially, um, I do say to you guys, you and Chris, that I think there's going to be some stupid time stuff as there always is in his films, and there'll be something to do with the bomb going off, changing timelines or something like that. And lo and behold, in this trailer, there is an actual physical ticking clock at the bottom of the 
the um, screen. And it's a timer, isn't it? It's like a countdown to the bomb. It's a countdown to the bomb. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, I think that's going to be there the whole film. I don't think he's going to have a timer running through the film. I think he will. I, I don't think that's going to happen. But I, I do think that obviously because it is Christopher Nolan and he does have a lot of his films are to do with time. Mm-hmm. And I think this it's a it's a theme that he's very interested in and he mm-hmm. loves to talk mm-hmm. about. So, mm-hmm. of course, I think this, there's going to be an element of time to mm-hmm. this. I mean, that's what I got from the trailer is, yes, expect some timey wimey stuff. Yeah. Um... It just depends how he does it. I think sometimes he does it well. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well is a loose word. Um, but we'll have to see. I mean, we didn't. The, the other thing, though, from this trailer, I don't even know if I can call this a trailer again. Is it another teaser? Um, it's not much, is it? It's not much, no. Some so, glasses, yeah, maybe it's, maybe it's a bit more of a, a, a teaser, a teaser than a, a full blown trailer. Yeah. He's just um, got his glasses on the side in black and white, and then he's looking out of a window. Somebody's saying, like, you know, he changed the world. And then we've got the timer, and that's it. I mean, and there's fire. There's lots of fire. There's lots of fire, and lots of like. Yeah. Um, that's like the actual embers, film. Just us like watching embers, fire. I think. For, but I think it's quite good. I mean, I still maintain the best trailer I have ever seen in a mm. cinema was mm-hmm. at the IMAX, and it was a Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan film. Of course. And they yeah. just showed the first um, scene of the Dark Knight in. The, was that a trailer uh, though? That was a sneak peek. That's not really a trailer. But like, it was like out soon. At the end yeah, of but it. after the and first like, scene, right? Yeah, they showed the yeah, whole first a, scene in the that's bank. A sneak, that's a sneak peek. <sighs> but that's what you. That's what. That's what. That's what it should be. Like, just give me a little we, taste. We didn't get that. Give we me a little taste. We, we didn't even get a. No, we didn't get. We didn't even get a, a drop. But... No, we just got a timer for his dinner. <laughs> it was just waiting for him to cook his dinner. I am not going to make judgment on something that I haven't even seen. I mean, it didn't thirty look seconds of. We haven't seen thirty seconds of it. We can't. It's true. Make a, you can't make a judgment. I'm going to judge that clip though, and that wasn't that didn't get me excited. That wasn't the best clip. You can't compare the first scene of the Dark Knight to that. That's totally not comparable. <laughs> like, oh, I was really excited by Dark Knight. Yeah, because you saw the first scene. Like, if you just saw like, I don't know, thirty seconds of Dark Knight where it's like, I don't know, like really boring bits, but like Br- Bruce Wayne stood in a room. They talk about him dressing up as a bat. It's a bit weird. And that's it. You'd be like, oh, that looks rubbish, wouldn't you? (laughs) You would. You would. Okay, well, we'll look forward to debating Oppenheimer and all of Christopher Nolan's films when they come out. Um, When that comes out, I should say. Um, Keep tuned for that on UK Film Review's uh, channel. And uh, our other nerd news is a bit... A bit heavier, um, not not good nerd news, unfortunately. Um, the fantastic and amazingly talented uh, Kevin Conroy sadly passed away at the age of 66, very young. Um, for those, I mean, if you're listening to this, I imagine you would know, but he is most famously the voice of Batman. Um, and I think all of us grew up listening to him and very much framed what our, our vision of Batman really is uh, from the animated show, TV show and also probably we would both agree maybe the best animated or maybe best film of batman which is uh mask of phantasm yeah um, it's my fave it's, yeah very sad news isn't it it's actually heartbreaking only you know, 66 he's so young um yeah you know but it's i mean there aren't really there's not really much that can be said um, no very talented very talented man and yeah. uh 
you know, it's it's a voice that we have we've grown up with from mm-hmm. as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, his voice has been there. I would I would argue he's probably the best representation of Batman. I think him and Mark Hamill as uh, the Joker, I think, are the two pillars of of what we really define Batman and the Joker as. Mm. And uh, I don't think anybody actually has really captured the difference between Bruce Wayne and Batman as well as him. There's a lot of actors who've not been able to do both those characters. And he as a voice actor really captured both really well, changing the tone and and how like when he's Bruce Wayne, it's a bit more calm and like... Um, you know, jovial, whereas Batman, it's a lot more serious. He really captured that very well. And I just don't think any other actor has really caught that uh, as well. Maybe Michael Keaton as Batman in his amazing scene where he's like, do you want to get nuts? We'll get nuts. That's uh, <laughs> He's ca- caught that bit. Um, but no, Kevin Conroy, obviously a massive loss and amazing talent. So yeah, 66, way too young. Way too young. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, man. Um, and on to our main thing today, which is also... Kind of heavy going as well. <laughs> We're going it's not, from it's not one... the lightest one today. No, it's it's a heavy. It's a heavy podcast. I mean, you did start off joking that I'd killed off Chris from the the plot of the Phantom Zone podcast. So, kind of kind of fits the vibe. But we are talking about Black Panther two, Wakanda Forever, or it's just Wakanda Forever. Um, and we just saw it. We literally saw it about an hour ago, and mm. I thought it'd be good. To jump into like a non-spoiler thoughts for the the podcast for the the film, I should say, and uh, what our broadly feeling towards it was. So, yeah, what did you think? Um, it was always going to be a very difficult watch. Um, mm-hmm. there was a lot of emotions. And yeah, to clarify, yeah. obviously, people will know this. I guess that's why I didn't say it because it's just obvious. But there is a big spectre of the fact that the the late great Chadwick Boseman passed away, and that is obviously very much at the forefront of this film. Well, I mean, the whole the the thematically, mm. the idea of loss, grief, um, is completely woven into this film. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's in Shuri's story yes. as our main character. It's in. Namor is um is that how you say it? Namor? Namor is fine, but you can add the Namor. Namor. Like add a bit of the sexiness to it. Namor. Namor. I feel like you've been doing Duolingo too much. That's the adding that to everything now. Namor. he even in his story is there's a lot about loss and and grief. Yeah, big time. Um I think I think in terms of the the thematic elements mm-hmm. of the story it's it's very well it's very well done mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i don't think that they were ever going to be able to recreate the magic of mm. chaswick boseman because that man mm-hmm. meant so much mm. mm-hmm. so much to mm-hmm. sit in a in in a cinema mm-hmm. and watch well uh, this black panther the first mm-hmm. one mm-hmm as a black person that hasn't really had that many mm. stories that mm. are that center us mm. that was a very very powerful moment um yes definitely and 
you know, it's still very empowering and still very lovely to go into a screening and watch a movie that mm-hmm. is that centers black characters mm. and you know, it's it's got a black director, it's got a black writer, and it's still mm. very, very wonderful. Mm-hmm. But there is a but, isn't there's there? A unfortunately. But. There's a but. I I think it's broadly good yeah no it's high good for me it's definitely high good like i I can't say that it's broadly great no it's broadly good but it's definitely not broadly fine that would be that's that's way too harsh it's definitely not broadly fine i think out of all the things and we've spoken about this before of Mm. our issues with phase four and not Mm. really enjoying the films it's for me, it's definitely above everything. All the other movies that have come out in Phase Four so far. Well, we'll get we'll get on to that nearer the, the end because we'll be talking about where we think the Marvel is going now with this. Um, yeah, but I mean, I'm not like sure. I... Did you realize this is the end of Phase Four? What? Yep, this is the end. This is the last film in Phase Four. Oh. Yeah. Why, what? Oh, okay. So cool. we'll choice. get on to that. Um, I did want to ask. <laughs> <laughs> I did want to ask, but I I just want to echo. I guess before we get to spoiler stuff, that I completely agree with you. Like, you know, this film, it's still and and I think something either you said or or I, I definitely listened to uh, reviewers who were black as well talking about the the importance of Black Panther and also it being not a narrative about, you know, um, like Boys in the Hood or... Uh, yeah, it's not one? a film about slavery. It's not a film yeah. about, like, growing up in, like, in, in the ghetto or whatever. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's uh, just it's, a film. It's such an amazing story. Yeah. And to, this is actually yeah. that even more because even with, you know, Black Panther, there was an element that, you know, Killmonger had come from that world and he was entering Black Panther's world now. With this film, there is just no element of that at all. It is just a story that has black characters in that embraces the uh the black culture and that's great to see and i agree with that as well i think you can't take away from the importance that this has culturally still but and there is still a but it Mm. doesn't it's not the same i think there's something we said when we were listening to rihanna's song for this film which obviously you know all the stars by kendrick lamar and um scissor was again huge that was a massive hit and there was something kind of magical about that song along with black panther and the second we were listening to the end of the film that's playing your words were for the song it's not the same that's kind of how i felt for the film as well it's not the same sort of magic that the first one had does that make it bad definitely not like it's it's definitely high up there in this phase for certain um, but in terms of it as an actual film that I enjoyed and watched, for me, it was broadly good. It would be way too harsh to say it's broadly fine. I don't think it's just fine. It is a good film. It is a good film. I think, obviously, Ryan Coogler is an outstanding director. Yeah, that does help. Um, doesn't that it? does help. <laughs> it does that help. he is an outstanding director. Yeah. And I know that this is not... I remember reading shortly after mm. um, Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman had died. Mm. He Ryan Coogler wrote something and mm. was saying that, you know, he's written words for Chadwick Boseman that he'll never speak. Yeah. And That's difficult, isn't it? So I, you know, this is not the film that anybody wanted to make. Yeah. I said this after we left as well, didn't I? It's like, it it has very much, to, not to bring Nolan up again, but it has the echoings of the fact that, you know, Dark Knight happened. If you really like the Dark Knight, that the, the, the third one, Dark Knight Rises definitely was not the film they wanted to make. 
Mm-hmm. And this kind of feels the same as that. Now, I I liked this more than Dark Knight Rises. Don't get me wrong; like I I did really like this film, whereas I don't enjoy Dark Knight Rises. But it still does have that feeling of this isn't the film anybody wanted to make, you know, and and that's problematic in a way. Yeah, it's yeah, it's. But it is good. But it is it, good. It, Just, it, it is good. Just to make is, clear, it's, it's, yeah, we enjoyed it. I, we had I had a great time watching yeah. this film. Um, I think the first, I didn't expect to be doing, I mean, I, I expected to cry, but I didn't expect to be. Did you, did you, do you want to get into spoiler talk? Do you want to jump into that so that you can talk about what your process was for it? Or do you want to still talk about non-spoilers? No, let's just put a massive spoiler alert. We're coming in. Sorry for headphone wearers. <laughs> no, you hear this. Get, get it loud. <laughs> um, yeah, spoiler talk you are just thrown right into the midst of Chachala just dying. Like we are in the, the, the lab that is uh, in Wakanda. He is dying of an unknown illness. We don't see him. We see Shuri frantically trying to find a cure and can't. She's trying to recreate Oof. the, um, Oh, the heart shape. Uh, the heart shape. Uh, yeah. 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 To, you know, to, to make him ingest to, it again. Yeah, so that he can heal it because obviously Killmonger burnt yeah. all of the the, the heart shaped herbs that they had yeah. growing. Yeah. Um and I knew that they were gonna do some form of mm-hmm. you know, he's died. I didn't think they were gonna do him dying. I yeah, I didn't either. I I I, I knew you, when we went to this, I was like, we both said it was gonna be emotional. You mm. said you were definitely going to get very emotional. I didn't realize how tense it was going to be that just straight off the bat, Strange. they were like, he's dying of an illness, which we all know he passed away from cancer and we're watching this. It's a really that first bit before we have the the, the Marvel logo, which is also very emotional. But the mar- before the Marvel, Marvel logo, it's a really surreal beginning to the film, isn't it? It's like... It's it will they they definitely drew from, um, from reality because yes. obviously he had he he died from cancer but nobody knew no and I don't think you know it's from what we understand not many people are around him even that were working with him knew yeah so to you know to put it like that and be like you know he's dying of this unknown illness it's just it's mm. very based in reality mm. and it just it cut right through me. Yeah, no, it was really hard. It was really, really tough. Like I, I found that very hard. And we have a ceremonial funeral for Chachala, um, and Chadwick Boseman. Like it is very much a funeral for him too in mm-hmm. in the MCU because we have his mur- mural up, up, which is meant for Chachala, but it is Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. And then we have. Um, Marvel Studios, it's silent. It usually has the Marvel music and it's silent. And instead of clips of, you know, Captain America, et cetera, it is all just Chadwick Boseman. And um, yeah, it is a presence that is really heavy on this film. Like it is totally, it completely changed, I think, what direction this was going to go in, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I, I think you rightly point out the the crux of the plot of this film is grief and how people deal with how grief people deal with grief yeah. yeah and and loss and and how it can make you it can make you very bitter yes 
yeah can make you very bitter and very angry and And that's where we pick up really is where shuri is becoming bitter you know and it's difficult it's hard what it is hard watching um yeah it's it's tough it is tough and i think everybody does an amazing job with their performances particularly i imagine filming this would have been very difficult a hundred percent i think the um i think there is you know watching the especially the funeral scene Mm. i was in bits you know i can't i can't even imagine um Mm. actually filming that yeah must have been very difficult and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's handled so delicately Mm -hmm. definitely definitely handled so delicately but then we jump into the story and i feel they do a good job so like to do a a short usually we do me versus wikipedia but to do just a very quick sort of like rundown the world nations want vibranium because they think it's going to be a super weapon that they can use essentially and they go searching for vibranium elsewhere they find it in the atlantic ocean but it happens to be also controlled by another secretive nation that we didn't know about, not just Wakanda. This one is a South American-esque um, a nation of like Mayan people who have disappeared from the world and still are now living underwater and they changed and are now sea people. Uh, and um, they have a leader called Nemor, as you like to call him. Namor. <laughs> and um, he is a, interestingly enough, crucially, they called him a mutant. That is the very yes. crucial part of this. They call him a mutant. He is born with wings on his feet and pointy ears to the heavens, as he describes it. And he is a mutant. So they've introduced officially now mutants into the Marvel Universe. Um and Wakanda and them are at odds because there is a scientist who can find vibranium across the universe or the world, I should across say. The <laughs> across the universe. Um, and yeah, uh, they created a machine that can detect yes. it pretty much and, anywhere. And Namor wants to kill said scientist, causing lots of tension because Wakandans don't want to do that. Namor's like, you do it or I destroy Wakanda. I'm way more powerful than you are. Namor's a bit crazy a bit intense he's got smoky eyes every you know he's, he's smoky he has he's a good looking man he's got he, every he time smolders. he was he smolders, smolders. He and he's smolder. tense when he's angry oh you don't want to get him angry man he's <laughs> um but yeah so um yeah it, it's it that's the general plot and madness ensues as it were mm. um so yeah it i think one of the biggest problems i have with the film because I, I'll jump into the difficulties of making it a great film, is that I th- I feel they do too much with this film. It's a big film. It's very long. It felt its time. It didn't feel quick. It well, felt quite it's, uh, it's got a runtime of 161 minutes. So that's two, two and a bit hours? It's, uh, God, quick maths, quick maths. Come on. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, two, it's, 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 it's over two and a half. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, you feel it. You feel it watching this. And I felt like it was trying a lot. Like so it introduced the submariners, it's introduced the the, the that nation, it introduced their culture, how they got there. They did that mm-hmm. in a flashback, which I'm not the biggest fan of flashbacks anyway, but they did all of that. They introduced Namor and then they Namor. also I feel like we're about to say Neymar 
like the Brazilian <laughs> football player. But he was in this for some reason. No, I'm joking. But Kamara Usman was. Sports people were in it randomly. Um, I mean, he was fine. He did a... He did fine. He did fine. Anyway, um, and then they're also dealing with Chadwick Boseman passing away and Chachala, the new Black Panther. Then they're also introducing Riri Williams. Yeah, uh, Ironheart. Ironheart. They are trying to introduce her because they want to do her in the Young Avengers, I imagine. Then they also got Martin Freeman in this for some reason. We have their story going on where you see the woman who's in charge of the Dark Avengers doing her stuff. Mm. It's a lot of stuff. There's, it's a, it's it's a lot. A, it was a very ambitious film. Yes. Um, and, and I think it didn't do well with that. No, I feel like if this is, you know, the end of phase four, maybe mm. they were they looked back and they were like, oh, we've not really covered enough on but we'll just give everything to Black Panther to tie it all up nicely. Um, yes, yes. It's just, it's, the film starts off very well. I would say the mm-hmm. first 20 minutes, half an hour. So what happens in that first 20 minutes? We go to the funeral, then... And then we have the scene with um, uh, at the, the UN and... Yeah, um, yeah I forgot, I completely got... blacked out that scene. You've got Sorry, the, the United Nations that. being like, you need, you know, we're scared that you guys are going to are basically building weapons of mass destruction. Yeah. And then um, we have sort of like a, a cross cut. Which between... I didn't, I feel like they did a lot of cross cutting in this and that made it a bit of a problem. Yeah. Yeah. With yeah. the cross cutting between um, the outposts, um, yeah. the Where they've got Wakandan outposts being uh, attacked by mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, other countries. Yep. And uh, we've got. Um, France specifically. France, just to let you know. yeah, France specifically. Yep, yep. Um, and then we have, um, oh goodness, I cannot remember her name. Mum, Angela Bassett. What's her name? <laughs> mum. <laughs> the mum. She's mama. She's <laughs> queen mum. She's queen mother. They didn't um, call her mother a lot. They she's did, queen mother. Did. Anyway, yeah. she's queen mother. Angela but Bassett. Queen, queen mother, Angela Bassett. Yeah. Being like, you know, you want it for weapons mm-hmm. of mass destruction and it's not that we're scared of what it yeah, can do what we're scared you, of what you can you do can with do it with and it. it's you yeah, know that's yeah, very yeah, yeah, yeah. that was then I we get that, the, that was a great scene that was very good we get the attack on the the mining facility yes. that was great that the way they introduced the submariners whoo that was intense yeah you know you, you got the scientists that found the vibranium on the on the, the floor the, of, of the, 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 of the ocean yeah. and it just happens to be where um is it tolokan yeah i think so tolokan tolokan where the um where namor and his people and his people live and they are i really liked the way they had the like siren calls like oh, the, that was so good. The scene where yeah, really they're attacking good. the ship yeah. and the sirens come up. And yeah, that was that was actually yeah, that, that was, was really very good. unsettling. That was, so like it was very sad. It was, they that have, was you know, hmm? drawing from myth, you know. It's, that is, that's why I liked it. I was yeah. like, that's so smart. Like drawing from so Nemor's people have Nemor. the ability to um do siren calls which are sonic mind control and it makes people jump over to the ocean to get to them and obviously that kills them uh, but they attack the mining facility that's trying to get the vibranium near their home and the, the initial attack they do is by doing that and i was like that's really good that was very good and then they just jumped on there and started killing everybody and i was like this is intense i did have a question though with that scene which i didn't want to interrupt the film for the 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 big fish man who's the big dude, the big leader one, I guess. He's one of Nemor's two guys. I'm guessing he's um, like the head of the army. Yeah. He got straight up shot, right? And he didn't even flinch. Okay. Then a few other people got stabbed and shot. 
and they just heal. They never explain that. That's completely fair. How do their people just not get hurt? I don't know. Because when it's in the final battle scene, people are definitely people dying. People are dying. Yeah, so people are dying. I don't know whether, but they don't explain. Do they die just they only by vibranium? I don't know. Maybe isn't like isn't vibranium like an integral part of of their people? Their yeah. people. It's like in them. So maybe is they it? Cr- no, no, it's not in them. No, they because drank- remember they took the the, okay. the heart shaped herb right to heal them from smallpox because colonization. Right. Yeah, we're skipping ahead a lot here, guys. Sorry, <laughs> that, that is, that, people are like, "What?" But in fairness, that is kind of to be fair. That break this is what neck, the film is. is the film is kind of like that with the breakneck sort of like we're just going to introduce these weird murder people. We're just going to do that, and you're just going to have to accept it. We're going to explain it. We're going to do a flashback where we show that they're people exactly what Simone was saying. They have smallpox because of colonization. They drink. I don't think it is the heart shaped herb. It's a it- different herb. Which is growing in South America because she says, "Don't you remember?" Shuri's like, "Oh, oh it's, it's it like a vibranium plant. Right? It's just vibranium plant. It's this a one, vibranium, <laughs> a vibranium plant. Plant. It's, it's kind of hard to say. It is. It is. We'll call it. I don't know if it's heart shaped. That that one, fish shaped. I guess it was because it made them into fish people. <laughs> like it didn't really explain. But they drank it and then they turned blue like Avatar people, and then they couldn't not be out in the oxygen because they were fish people now." And they went into the ocean. It's really, it is weird. You kind of just have to accept that that's the way it's explained. And we just move on. That we're is like, it. This is fine. <laughs> it it is, is fine. weird, right? It this is weird. weird. But we're it like, is okay. Weird. I don't know why vibranium would make you turn you into a fish, but okay. It, it, it's, but, I'll no, take but it. The, the shaman of their tribe or shaman had a dream where a serpent god told him to go into the ocean to find the fish herb and he finds the fish herb and then gives it to his people and they turn into fish people mm-hmm. it's a bit weird it is weird it's like bit... yeah and then Namor, it's, it's Namor, all... is, Namor is a mutant because his mum was pregnant with him at the time and the fish herb turned him into a flying man for some reason. It, it, I think it, it mute. She didn't want to take it because she was worried what it would do to her baby, and, and it, it mutated a, her baby. But yeah. into an elf flying. An elf man. is he an elf? Is... He's got pointy ears. That doesn't make him an elf. It's true. Maybe that was elfish of me. I don't know. Um, but the, I don't know. It's weird. He's a flying person with pointed ears now. He's he's a mutant. I don't know if it is a fish herb. Why would a fish herb do that to you? It's not a fish herb. It'd give him scales, if anything. It was like a fish herb. It's it's what definitely str- fish. But it's do you know what would have been good if they explored that maybe a little bit more? Because like he there's they even they even I think they purposely try and move away from it because like Shuri basically. Um, We've skipped quite a bit, but we've skipped so much. Nemor appears Nemor. to to tell the Wakandans you need to go find the uh, scientist who has made it possible to find vibranium because it's threatening my people. And the reason why you have to do it is because of T'Challa's choice to expose the world to what vibranium is. People now want it, and they're looking anywhere to find it, and it's threatening our people. So you need to take responsibility for your actions. Your actions, yeah. Yeah, Namor is a bit intense, Namor, but he definitely like has a point. His people are threatened now, so they go find the scientist. It happens to be Riri Williams. 
some fun ensues there. It's a bit fun, and you know, there's some funny dialogue there. It's well written. You know, I, I think that's not bad. Um, but Nimor and his people Nimor. betray the Wakandans and catch Riri Williams, and Shuri kind of goes, "Take me with you, so I can like talk to Nimor and convince him not to." like kill this scientist so they go down to that world and shuri and nemor talk to each other and it it the, he literally says the words he says and then it comes up again later she says how is this possible that there's people living under the ocean how is this like how did they do this and he was how doesn't really matter the why matters I kind of disagree with you, man. I kind of want to know how you're under here. Like, I, <laughs> I don't want to be rude. I'd interrupt him and be like, cool. But no, seriously, how is this happening? Because this mm. is weird. This is super strange. And they kind of just like dust it under the carpet and go, yeah, yeah, yeah stop asking. Stop asking. But it is weird, right? It's, I mean, obviously, they, 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 they're not going to explain. They're like, we have kind of written ourselves into a corner here. So let's mm. just... Let's I mean, just move on. It's, it's not bad. And we'll move on to, but it's not bad. Like, it's not handled in a bad way at all. It's just, it kind of does feel like an odd scene in the film where it's just kind of shoved well, in I mean, and then we run you know, past if it. We can, if we can accept a man that ingested some radioactive stuff and turned himself green and gave himself yeah, super yeah, strength, if we can fair. accept, you know, a an world... underground civilization, underwater civilization that's massive can, that nobody's can, ever found on radar. Yeah, we can, we can, we can accept that. You know, yeah, I mean, we can accept that but there the, are, the there are thing- aliens out there that are you know flying around. But we've never, you know, <sighs> I don't know. It's weird. I totally agree. It's an MCU. I don't need it to make sense. But it is odd that nobody's found this before, right? They didn't explain this either because like Wakanda is like super scientifically advanced, and that's why nobody found it because they have special technology that covers it. But isn't but- it that they're below the ocean floor, right? Yeah, but we know stuff in the ocean. Floor. Yeah, but we also we've explored more of space than we have of the ocean. And and I know that's I, a fact. I do, so do you think Nemor is under there now? I mean, I've seen what I've seen some squids from the bottom of the ocean, and they are <laughs> terrifying. They are messed so up. So I don't want. I don't think that we should be looking up. down there. We're not yeah. going to find anything good. Okay, <laughs> fair. In that case, then forget that plot hole. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> So yeah, that what would they introduce Riri Williams in this as well? Now, something I said on the way back, but we didn't really expand on it because we didn't want to waste stuff for the the podcast. Is so they introduced Nemor, and we Nemor. both feel they do a really good job with introducing him as a character. The actor's great, right? And he's outstanding. He's and he's he really catches Nemor's like anger at the people colonizing his people and killing and murdering and how he hates the surface world and he wants to seek revenge for like the threats of his people. So I think he's great. What did you think of the introduction of Riri Williams? Because you you've read a lot more of Ironheart than I have. So how did you feel towards the introduction of Riri Williams? Um it felt it felt very young, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily make it a bad thing. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I was excited to see her on screen. That was something that I was like, I tapped you on the arm, and I was like, ah! "You did, you did, you um, literally did go." Because <laughs> she kind of walks in, we see the back of her head first, yeah. and you're like, "Oh, it's, her, it's definitely her." Yeah, and she's she's this cool kid, you know. She's <laughs> smart. She's witty. I know that that sort of that that sort of started to grate on you a bit. Well, her, her like, witty is a strong word. I wouldn't say witty. She has a lot of 
She, in my mind, she's a very lippy. Typical... There you go. That's, yeah, no, that's actually better. Yeah, Lippy is better. She's very typical of like a lot of characters we've seen, not just in Marvel, but just across the board of young. I'm gonna say one-liners all the time, and and it did at at the, the beginning. I was like, this is fine, but by near the end, I was a little bit like, please stop, like just stop with the one-liners, just just I think a little the bit. The scene where <laughs> we they introduce her. Um, and Shuri goes up to mm-hmm. her room yeah, that's and it's like, you need to come with me if you yeah. want to live. Um, <laughs> and obviously... Arnie comes out of the toilet. No, um... <laughs> it's not Arnie that comes out. It's um, Aoki comes out. But, yeah. you know, and there's there's this sort of banter going back and forth between them. That was good. Them. That, that was, was good. really good. It was really yeah, fun. It was really light. I think, yeah. you know, you, you can't just have all of this film be revenge and bitterness grief. and grief yeah. and resentment. Yeah. I think it would have been too much. It we would have been need, too much. We needed some lightheartedness. Levity. And some um, <laughs> and I think, you know, she did, I think she did a good job of providing yeah. some fun. Some fun. Some, some fun. fun. And the but scene she did get after, annoying. Did she get annoying? A little bit. But the, okay. scene, <laughs> the scene after where they are captured, that yes. chase, I thought that was really good. Yeah, I mean, the issue with that chase, I found, like, yeah, no, the chase's cinematography is good and everything objectively about it is, like, it's well-filmed and, like, the the, the stunts are really good. And, like, but you it know, did I just... thought it was a nice... Something similar happens in the first Iron Man, where Iron Man goes something, really high. Something similar also happens in the first Black Panther. Oh, yeah, true. true. Yeah, so it does another just... Car chase. It does, and I was kind of like... Oh, this is just kind of exactly like what we just saw in the first Black Panther film. I hadn't made that connection, but that's that's fair. But I liked <laughs> I liked the I liked the call back to the first Iron Man, where Iron Man flies up really high and like he plummets. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Like, she, I, to clarify, because we we haven't clarified who's there in that scene, because it could be Namor flying oh, very high. Riri Williams Riri does Williams. have an Iron Man suit. She has her suit. own yeah. Iron Heart suit. Yes, yeah. Which is Iron reminiscent of, of Iron Man. Of Iron Man, yeah. And she flies up to destroy a drone super, super high, and then she falls, which, yes, that is that does happen in... I think that happens in, actually, um, the Avengers. The first, um, you know, Assemble. The first Avengers. Doesn't it happen in the first Iron Man when he's, like, first testing out his suit and he flies I think really it happens high, a lot of time. I think I, freezes, I think Tony Stark just kind of goes... Freezes, yeah, and freezes. Yeah, f- you're right, yeah. He does yeah. that a lot. He just kind of does it a lot. He's just being... Uh... Just loves doing it. Just loves just, just loves, loves the difficult. high of not. He having loves oxygen. the struggle. Yeah, you know, he loves the <laughs> loves struggle. the struggle. You know, um... gets off on that. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, uh, uh, yeah, the, the that chase is like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Fun. I mean, I thought it was, f- I thought it was fun. I hadn't actually connected the dots that there is also another car chase. It is very similar first, to that car in chase. The first Black Panther, and it is very it is similar. Really similar to that car chase. They even have a similar car. Like it's very similar. And I'm they like, do, but you've got Shuri on the bike, on the cool. motorbike, and that was really cool. <laughs> that was fun. That was okay. fun. Was it not fun? It was fun. It was fine. <laughs> Did <you have> fun. <laughs> okay, I had fun. All right, Jesus. It was fine. It was fine. Like I just thought it was all right. I didn't. I didn't. Like I felt like some of that stuff kind of just went on a bit long. That's that's the thing. See, like, for me, it's not those parts that are, are the issue with pacing. I don't think that was the issue. Where do you think the biggest issue? Like like in terms of like your issues with the film, where do you think like the biggest problems were? My biggest issue was when the biggest one, Simone. What is it? <laughs> the My biggest, biggest issue. issue was where. 
Riri has come back to Wakanda. Yep. Shuri's in Wakanda. Yep. They are prepping for battle. Yeah. She's building. Shuri's building. Everyone's preparing for battle. Oh, it's a montage. The huge we got to have a montage. montage. And there's montage. so much happening. And I'm yeah, like, it's not good. Someone's visiting somebody somewhere else on the river. And we're like, where are we? What's happening? And it's all montage. It's all montage. And you lose the, the sense of time. Yeah. Like, How much time has passed? What's happening here? That's uh, no, but that's also after the attack on Wakanda, right? Is that after their attack? Oh, I don't. Yeah, oh. no, it is because she's trying to perfect the herb. She's yes. trying to get some of that good, yeah. good, and she's making. Trying it. to get some of that good, good. Did you say? <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, she she is. is. She's trying to get high from the herb. Uh-huh. Um, but she, she. I mean, she's a good herb, man. Have you had any of that? It's good stuff. Um. But she is. It's very strong stuff. I mean, some say it makes you go back and see your ancestors. That's what I hear on the grapevine. (laughs) But the so yeah, uh, the the Wakanda gets attacked by the uh, by Nemor because once he takes Riri Williams and Shuri, the Wakandans get the wrong end of the stick and attack. Well, no, they don't actually. Nemor actually says, "If you attack me, I'll kill." Shuri, and then I'll kill you. <laughs> and you're kind of like, okay, man. Speaking to the Queen Mother, yes. Yeah, yeah. Speaking to Angela Bassett, he's like, I'll kill you, and I'll kill your daughter, and kill all your people. So see ya. And then he flies away. Um, and what at the same time, unbeknownst to Nemor, um, Shuri has been recaptured by the Wakandans, by what's her face? Oh, she gets reintroduced. T'Challa's partner in the first film. Um, uh, Le, what's her the actress's name? Lupita Nyong'o Nakia. Yeah, so she's back. She saves them, and then they all go back to Wakanda. But Namor's like, "Yeah, I'm not happy. I'm gonna kill everybody." So he attacks Wakanda, kills Angela Bassett. That came out of nowhere. I did not see that coming. I know he threatened it, but I was like, "He's not actually going to do that." But and he does. Know, he's a man of his word, and he you said, "Can't refute him, can you?" You attack me, I will kill the queen. Yeah, and, and he did. Drowned and he her. did, and he did, and yeah, push she, her head underwater. She died saving Riri. Not really worth it, in my opinion, but that's fine. Uh, but like, Jesus, <laughs> yeah, she's a literal child. Like, I mean, yeah, all right, fair enough. But it's like, Angela Bassett's dead. Namor's like, I'm gonna come back in a couple of days. See, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that like I think in terms of like pacing. This is to add to your pacing issue. There's a lot of stuff that feels like they're just doing it to push the pot along. So Namor's entire like his entire like push is that I've got to find this scientist. I've got to kill this scientist to save my people. Then he has the scientist, but he doesn't just kill the scientist. He has Riri Williams for and what feels like what is it is half it, an hour it, to 40 minutes. Yeah. Is it, well, is we it don't know. The is pacing is so could it be 10 minutes? Like we don't was know. It, was because... it just a day? You don't know. We don't because... know. And then why isn't he killing her? Is it going to be in a big ceremony so everybody in his like city can see him murder a 19-year-old girl? You're right. She is just a child and are we going to watch him murder a child? And then they escape and then he's like I'll come back and I'm going to destroy Wakanda now. I was like, but I thought you just wanted to kill the scientist. It's like they they introduce Riri Williams as a scientist, but then it's like, well, we can't kill her because she's actually going to be in Young Avengers, so we're going to have to try and keep her alive. And I just don't understand why Namor's like entire premise of like my 
motivation just feels like my motivation is to push the plot along and I've got to keep making the plot go along and each thing I do is going to up the stakes of what I'm willing to do and I'm like well you haven't really yeah you kill Angela Bassett but you could have killed Riri Williams and then when you kill Riri Williams like he's like mourn you're dead and then he flies away he for all he knows that Riri Williams is dead he's like well I'm going to destroy Wakanda as well because why not yeah I don't know it's his his plan sort of all over the place fluent like water like he is I'm guessing it's, it's yeah it's a, it's a bit of a, it's a it's a little bit of a mess just a little little yes, messy yes that's little a good messy. word for it it's messy it's the messy. plot is messy I think it's a bit messy yeah um, so then Shuri drinks the herb becomes Black Panther bop bop and bop bop and interestingly enough her moment in the ancestral plane is with Killmonger what did you think of that I thought that was perfect actually it's pretty good wasn't it yeah that yeah. was. Probably that's a, that's a highlight of the film. That's a um, pretty good scene, isn't it? And I think you know it speaks so much to her mental state mm, that and she didn't see her father. Obviously, she we didn't see her father. She didn't see her brother. See, but she we didn't wouldn't see, see her him, mother. Obviously. The ancestor that yeah. her that she's calling to it's is Killmonger. Yeah, one who is seeking revenge. One seeking revenge. Yeah, and yeah, it's a good scene. It's, it's really a very good. good scene. And then so she does go out seeking revenge and mm-hmm. they all go to attack them in their territory in the ocean. Lots of stuff kicks off. There's a big battle scene, which is qu- well choreographed in fairness. It is very good. Um, and her and Nemor have a huge battle. They fight each other. She basically could kill him, but then she's like, yield and I won't kill you. And then they don't. He and she, she offers protection to um, what? What are they called? Uh, I, it's the the city. She says the city, but I think the people are submariners. I think this, that's yeah. the, she offers protection the to them. She says if 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 surface people, you know, Attack. get close to you, yeah, we will. Wakanda will will defend you. Yeah, and I'm like, and... why didn't we get hit earlier, guys? Why does it always have to be yeah. blood and fire and let's kill everyone? It just feels like, as you say, it's very messy. Like the whole, and then we have another half an hour on top of this. This is not the end of the film. You think when I've defeated Namor, that's the end of the film? Nope, we got another half hour still of just like I know we kind of sound like we're rambling a bit, but I think that's because the structure of the film is almost rambling, right? I would it's, say it meanders. It's messy. It's kind of everywhere. Kinda, and it's, it kind mm. of... It, I think they have a lot of points they have to hit. Mm. And to get there, it's a bit of a reach. It's so really... they have to meander. They're like, oop, can't kill that character. Oop, round we go. <laughs> you know? And it's sort of... Oop, gotta go around this side. Gotta go around, oh, gotta go around that plot hole. Can't, Whoops can't, a daisy. You know, they... <laughs> It meanders for sure. It, yeah. it does, and it it there was a lot of moments where, like, there was a scene with Nakia and Ioki mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. they're just talking about the loss of T'Challa. Mm-hmm. But this happens like way into the second act, like maybe even after the the final battles. Maybe it's like third act. And wait, it's who, like, who, wait, which characters are those? Nakia and um, Nakia is the one. Is 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 uh uh the guard. 
no, Nakia is um, Chadwick Boseman's love interest, Black Panther's oh, love okay. interest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then Aoki is the guard that gets... Oh, yeah, no, that's in the third act. That's, that's way well into, into the, the end. Yeah, that's and into like, the third act. But we've had this point where everybody's sort of... We've reached the height of our grieving. Yeah. And now we're coming down into acceptance. And yep. you guys are t- take, you're taking us back there, you know? We're, we're going back into yep. talking about his loss. And it's like, but shouldn't we be having a more of a an accepting conversation about yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah, then I guess that's I setting up for post credit scene. Yeah, which we'll get onto that. But it's it, it just it, I think that's a you have you have really captured what I think the major issue with this film is is that it meanders, it's kind of all over the place plot wise and it is a bit messy. That doesn't make it a bad film because I think the points it does hit, the action sequences are really good. Namor is great. Namor. Oh my God. Do you know what? You cannot fault the acting in this film. The, the acting is fa- so is Angela Bassett. Phenomenal. Fantastic. Claps, well, clicks for Angela Bassett. That's great. She was great because it's hard to clap because we're holding microphones. Um, Letitia uh, Wright. Yep. Clicks for Letitia Wright. Letitia, take a bow. Take a oh bow. Oh my God. You were fantastic. She, outstanding. That her emotion was like, Just, like, it, oh, oh, she amazing. captured the, the pain that I guess a lot of people had. Yes. Yeah. So good. Peter Nongo. Amazing. Amazing. Denai Gurira as Yoki. Amazing again. Yeah. Yep, fantastic. You know, you've got M'Baku. Always yep. great. Always, always really great. funny. But always also, funny. Adding the levity, but he became a an ear for her to talk to, which yeah. was good. Yeah, Riri Williams by newcomer uh, Dominique. Not Vaughan. great. I was she just, was. She, she wasn't great. She I wasn't thought she great. was. She was okay. She I'd, was okay. She felt in every scene like overacting. That's how it felt with watching her. Like it felt like every scene with her in. It's like everybody else is acting, and she's like. <gasps> like when anything's not happening like when like uh the submariners appear to attack wakanda she's like Wah! i'm like oh my god jesus calm down all right just calm down anyway um <laughs> and then we had uh we have michaela cole british fave michaela yeah, cole in this i wouldn't give her clicks she was fine she's just, fine just a bit, i was a bit disappointed i thought she'd be in it more to be honest i feel a little bit let down uh I can't even think of what the word is. It's like they, do you know what it is? Teased. It's the same. It's the same thing they did with Zendaya in Dune. And yeah, yeah. She was all similar, over that trailer. Actually. She's massive yeah. on the poster, and I was like, "Oh my god, mm, yeah, Zendaya's going to be great in this." And she's then, in it for like approximately thirty seconds. That's I mean, what, I, yeah, it is very similar. It's very much like, "Ooh, Michaela Cole's in this," and then she's just not. Also, I love when there's a point where they're all about to die because the submariners are just fighting them on their ship at the end. And there's a point where everybody's got their Wakandan accents on and her just like really thick British accent comes out going, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm surprised we didn't do a second take on that one, guys. That, um, that wasn't great. Yeah. <laughs> I was um... like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, no, the, performances the were great. great. I mean, Namor, 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 Namor. Everyone's going to get so annoyed with us saying he like that. is. He's amazing. He's I think electric. he's actually the best. He's for me in terms of the newcomers and the breakout performances. He's fantastic. Like, yeah, I, I think you know, this is this is this is the sort of villain that we want. You well, know? the cool thing about him is he's kind of like an anti-hero. Like yeah, he does come he up is. in the Marvel universe in the comic books as like a. 
he's not a good guy, but he certainly is not evil. Like in in the comics, because you know we've already in the film had a really terrible version of the Illuminati in Multiverse of Madness. He is actually on the Illuminati in the comics. He's mm-hmm. one of the Illuminati because he is super smart. He's incredibly intelligent, but he's not evil. But he's also not good. He's kind no. of his own thing. He but does I know. His own I think interest. this is this is something that you know we had in uh, Black Panther one. Mm-hmm. With Killmonger, Killmonger being this yeah. very interesting Villain. and sympathetic mm. um, antagonist to, mm-hmm. you know, the Black Panther, mm. and so you can understand where he's coming from. And again, with mm, yeah. Namor, you can completely <laughs> understand. They even do a cross-cutting thing again, where they're cutting between too much um, uh, where he lives underneath mm-hmm. the water and that society that Shuri gets to see mm. and Wakanda and being yeah. like, we are, we are the same. Yes. Yeah. We are I mean, that wasn't, just trying to survive. That wasn't subtle though. The, the no. cross-cutting, they, again, I don't think they actually needed the cross-cutting for that either. It was very obvious that their societies, although I, I still am a little bit like, um, Wakanda really should just obliterate that city, right? Like technology wise, Wakanda is like well more advanced than them. They are still like Mayan people. Like they're just Mayans in the water. They have the same Mayan kick a football game that they play. Mm. They have the same Mayan. Their weapons are just water based bombs that they put in stuff. They're they really just powerful see- though. They, they're very powerful. They're very I'm powerful. Not- and they just, and that's, I guess, the, the thing with them, the issue, as we mentioned before with them, it's not really explained what their power level is. Why can't they die from a gunshot, but then they can from being stabbed by a vibranium knife? It's very odd. Like that, they're the whole people, the Submariner people are very not much explained. And that, that I, we won't go over that again because we already have, but that's not quite clear. Like, uh, but I think it's not subtle that they are meant to be comparable peoples, the Wakandans and um the submariners they mm. are similar people i wish we had just focused on them and not had all the stuff with martin freeman because pointless totally pointless yeah, right very much very much pushed in um he didn't need to be in his film this film i mean obviously his ex-wife i don't know what they did provided need to be in it but i, I, I mean... guess they were just saying that like america's interested like they they felt like but of course america's interested yeah it's america but they they don't really turn up in the entire film like the americans don't get involved the rest of the world doesn't get involved but just every now and then martin freeman calls uh angela bassett and they have a conversation on the phone being like oh who are the other players angela bassett i'm not going to tell you martin freeman okay bye and then another 20 minutes pass and then they have another phone call being like you're going to tell me who these people are i'm not going to tell you bye and it just becomes a bit like just stop doing this like stop doing this and it yeah i didn't like that i did not like again problem with the pacing and the meandering yes 100 percent meandering to fit him into a film that he had no business being in to be honest no not at all well i guess to 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 before we get to our like favorite bit least favorite bit um we do need to talk about one bit in particular and then we'll talk about uh, we'll sum up everything in a nice little bow. Um, their post credit scene. We find out that so T'Challa's uh, partner has been living on Haiti, and um, Shuri goes there to see her. And Angela Bassett, long before in the film, was like, "I've got something to tell you about your brother." And then Namor interrupted and was like, oh, we should do some killing, blah, blah, blah. But we find out that the thing that Angela Bassett wanted to tell Shuri 
well, I love that we're just calling some characters by their names and others just actresses. But, um, <laughs> because she's she's Angela Bassett. It's that Angela name Bassett. commands it's, respect. Yeah, it's Angela Bassett. It's Angela, and she's fantastic. She's, she's fantastic. so good in this. Yeah. Her, when she fires, there's a bit where she fires one of the Dolomage. She's like, you've Aoki. completely let me down, Aoki. That was powerful, man. Yeah, she had lost like, her family. Enough? Oh, oh she lost her family. Oh, yeah. my Lord. Um. Anyway, we find out that Chichala actually had a son and he's six now apparently I think he's old but again time is weird in this film I don't know how much time has passed I mean when was the first Black Panther movie? is that when they're saying he was conceived I think so because they're talking about it being six years in between right they said right, it was okay. six How's, years so anyway, it was mentioned in the film to give it, it credit that it was six boy. years since before she left he's a tall boy now he's he's he's, 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 like, he's solid five-year-old yeah five or six five or six anyway he comes and they have a moment and it's like quite emotional and it's like oh his is chachala's son and then he's like oh my real name is chachala son of chachala chachala and i didn't like it at all i didn't like it what did you like it i didn't like it it felt really weird it felt really odd like I know what they were trying to do, and I don't think it was, um, what's the word? I don't think it was like in poor taste or anything, not at all. But it felt really weird that we had this whole film that was really a lot had affected this film by the passing of Chapit Bozeman, and it's going to be a bit. We've talked about it pretty much this whole time, and then they were just like, and here's his son, Chachala, who's also the son of Chachala, and he's going to be the Black Panther one day. And we just had Shuri become the Black Panther, and I just kind of was like, Let I felt her like the moment. Yeah, I felt like the point of this film was us accepting that he's passed, and it's tragic, and it's awful, and there's nothing gonna gonna make that better. But here's Shuri; she is the Black Panther now. This is where we're going. But here's his son. He and we've also called him T'Challa. I'm just kind of <laughs> like, why did you? call him Chichala. you could have called i thought they were going to call him his dad's name and that would have been really nice like it's he's named after his granddad but now nah, it's just Chichala again it's like oh, <laughs> oh i didn't actually I didn't have any like issues it. with the post-credit scene okay. um yeah i thought it was it was it was okay it, it wasn't <laughs> anything that like got me hyped you know usually that's something that stirs up hype in the post-credit scenes yeah and this one didn't really start up hype for me but i thought that it was um, you know, it, it clearly it, it was yeah, it was yeah, it, it was fine. I don't know. I don't really, I don't really have really that that many thoughts on it to be honest. It's yeah. a bit of a nothing scene as well. Like yeah. I know it sounds it's horrible. The film, I've... the film ends very powerfully with it. Really does. It has such Shuri a powerful moment. Finally, engaging in the ritual that her mother was trying to get her to engage in, in when in we first when yeah. we first meet Namor and he inter- he interrupts them by burning her ceremonial uh, her funeral robes. Yeah, and you're supposed it's kind to of accept, acceptance, accept the loss. The loss. Burn your funeral robes yeah, and, and start we move to on. move on with your life. Yeah. And she finally does that. And it's a and very we, powerful moment. And we see her looking into the distance and we see clips of Chadwick Boseman. And it, and it just, it's Her perfect. memory of him. Yeah. That would have been perfect just to end. And I'm getting goosebumps explaining it. It just end on that. Like her memories of her brother, our memories of Chadwick Boseman. It's a beautiful ending. And then they just have a weird bit where it's like, here's his son that we've happened to name the same name. 
There you go. I, I mean, the kid's like, cute, so... The, the kid is cute. I didn't, cute. I didn't kid. hate it. You know? I didn't hate it. I just thought it was weird. It's just because you hate children, Ian. I hate all children. <laughs> you know? Like, don't don't take it out on the kid. I. It's a perfectly boring scene that they just put in the film. It's not awful. I get what they were doing. It's trying to be nice and sentimental, and it may have been sentimental for other people, but I found it weird. It's Chichala. After Chichala. <laughs> Like, okay, we got that. Didn't okay, need to say. Okay, okay. What what was your favorite bit then? Favorite bit, um, and anything with Namor. Like, I think actually him after they've attacked. Well, after they didn't attack, they came and got Shuri. He comes down to his throne, and he's in this full serpent like attire. And because they call him the Serpent God, mm. he like sits down on his throne. I was like, this is pretty bloody good. This is pretty good scene. I'm liking this a lot. I'm into him a lot. I will say the You're in I'm into him a lot. Oh he's oh, he's, he's smolders. He smolders, man. He smolders. He's a good looking man. I appreciate a good looking man. He's a good looking man, you know? Yes, yes. Yeah, he's you know, um a little bit warm in here. It's hat. Um one thing I will say. And again, it's me being me being cynical. Every shot in the underwater city, everybody is clearly holding their breath. And they're meant to be ocean people who breathe water. But it's clearly they filmed it. Bad CGI as well, by the way, guys. Prepare yourself again for bad CGI Marvel films. But every is, that your, is that your least favorite bit? As that well? is my least favorite. I had to think because there's not many things in this that I'm like that's objectively a really bad scene. I think it's all pretty good. It's just well, messy. Ryan Coogler's an outstanding director, so I think exactly. he had, he had, a, he had a, a good hold over this film. He definitely did. I think it just altogether was like quite good. It's just like messy as one piece. Like little bits together works, but as one the whole thing. But the CGI, oh my god, oh, real bad. It's really bad. Like even the CGI elephants. They were real bad. <laughs> I forgot about them. Couldn't you get normal elephants? Like, why do we get... Because elephants are expensive oh. and then you have to, you, true. Have to get, you have to get a permit, you know, and all, all the elephants. And, yeah, that's true. And all sorts. Um, but they, they were clearly not real. That's <laughs> really bad. <laughs> it's really bad. So that was my least favourite bit. But like every... And also my other least favourite bit was in the underwater city. Everybody's clearly holding their breath. But then there's a bit where they clearly like filmed Namor speaking underwater and he doesn't look like he's holding his breath. So that was weird. I just... That's me being my brain being like, why are these actors clearly holding their breath? But that's just me being me. But yeah, best bit, anything with the Submariners and Namor. Worst bit, the CGI. All of the CB- CGI. What about you? What was your favorite bit? Um, I think my favorite bit was. Oh God, it's difficult. It's really hard. Um, I think my favorite bit was seeing Telokan. Okay. Seeing the underwater city. Okay, me I too. Thought, so I similar thought, to myself. I thought that was that was it was very beautiful. It was. Yeah. I think at that point the CGI wasn't. I think some of the best CGI we had in the film. It's, but it's also because it's quite dark and CGI is obviously quite favourable in dark mm, uh, when it's fair. darker. And and um, it totally works with that. I think also, oddly, the funeral scene, even though I was like yeah, actually blubbering good. like a child, yeah. um, that was beautiful. I, yeah. I, I, I have no... Beautiful. Perfect. Yeah. Absolutely yeah, perfect. Really good. Really good. Um, my least favourite bit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> There's nothing out like out and out bad in this. That's the good no, thing. No, I mean, as we said at the beginning, I had a great time watching this film. 
Like mm. I had a great time. Um, the montage. The montage was terrible. Yeah, it's bad. It was a yeah. terrible montage. We're gonna need a montage. montage. It does feel montage, like that. It does feel sports, like montage, montage. <laughs> it does feel like that. A very much like a montage. But yeah, I agree with that. I think CGI and the montaging, but I think the montage is obviously an element of us being with the pacing problem mm. with this film and 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 it being a bit all over the place it now me- it meanders but you know what they had a lot of points to hit and i am i think i'm probably more forgiving of that than than you are well no I, d- I don't think i'm like oh this is now just a bad film because of it i'm just saying like i would on the on the spectrum that is our, our, our rating system is just such a mess but if you imagine each broadly is a broad spectrum for lack of a better word so every subsection of the broadly scale, so broadly bad, broadly fine, they can be closer to something else. So if we go into the middle of bro- being broadly good, it's it's slap bang in the middle of this film. It's not, for me, very close to broadly great. It's also not close to broadly fine. It is exactly in the middle as broadly great, uh, broadly good. It is a broadly good film. So you're saying that it's probably like a... I'm trying not to convert it into numbers, but I'm, I'm going to. So if you're saying that, like, it's a six, it's a six. So it's a 6. high 6. six. It's a six point five. So it's a six point. This is why we do broadly. It's so much easier just to do broadly. It's broadly good. Even broadly me, good. I think it's it's high six. It's like it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's same. It's, we're saying the same it's thing. Broadly, it's good. broadly good. Yeah, I think it's definitely closer to broadly great for me. I okay. had a great time. But, but it's, but it's I broadly I think I have good. a very different cinematic experience watching this film. But it was broadly good, right? It's broadly good. So we agree. This was the point of this system, <laughs> so we didn't argue. This is literally the point. No one's so arguing. we both agree it's broadly good. We're not arguing. We're having a very civil conversation. Well, we're agreeing disagreeably, I guess. But we agree then. We agree it's, that it's, it's broadly, broadly good. good. It's broadly good. High broadly good. Yeah. Middle broadly good. Good time all round. If you're going to go see it, you're going to have a good time. Yeah. Um, I would. This is an entertaining it's, film it's, for sure. It's the most, it's the best film that we've seen in Faithful. I totally disagree. No, I disagree with that. What? I disagree. I dis- right. So this leads us quite nicely. This is where we're going to argue. This leads us quite nicely into the fact that this is the end of phase four. This is the end. I'm shocked. Right. Obviously, we've had the TV shows. Some of the TV shows have actually, I felt, done a sh- so much more than the films. For example, Loki feels like oh, it's actually pushing the plot. But it, it's got bloody Kang in. It's got literally oh, it's so Kang in. Good. It's so good. It has Kang in so it. So excited for Kang. Oh my God. It feels like the only thing in the entire of Phase 4 that actually feels like it's pushing the story along, in my opinion. The mm. rest of them just feel like outliers and their own thing that and that's fine but it has led us to some really boring films so this is this is the entirety of phase four it started with black widow shang chi eternals spider-man doctor strange four and then black panther wakanda forever so we had seven films in my opinion the best film in this was shang chi like it was fun it captured the excitement of the early Marvel films from phase one when you're introducing a hero. They do it in a way that you don't need the origin story. He's already Shang-Chi. He's getting on with it. Then we get the origins of his family. I thought it was great. Bad CGI again, but that's not really its fault. That's just become a thing of this phase. But like, I thought that was genuinely a really good film. That was a, For me, that's maybe a broadly good, closer to broadly great, maybe broadly great. I really liked Shang-Chi. This for me was the second best film in this. I, 
am going to change my answer because I completely forgot about Shang-Chi. Yeah, it's great, right? I had right? completely forgotten about Shang-Chi. That was, I think that's broadly great. It's I don't really think it's good. Broadly, I it's, it's broadly great. It's, it's really good. I, like it's Yeah, I like that film was everything it needed to be. Yeah. And it's and it doesn't really like if you think about it too like, much, it, you know it, it, it still makes do, sense. It had to do less legwork than this true, film had to do. True. You know? And that's so why I still less... think this is good. This is still good. Yeah, I think I think Black Panther Wakanda Forever had a lot of legwork to yeah. do. There yeah. was a lot of catching up that needed to yeah. be done. They were like, oh crap, we've done all of these films and we haven't yeah. introduced Riri Williams. We want to do we start talking about mutants. We need it's to a lot. There is a lot uh, Dark Avengers. Film. We need to be, you know, all of the all of this stuff has I to love be... if this was this was like the meeting to write the script. Dark Avengers. We're gonna get Riri like, Williams. Like, guys, gonna... guys, we've already handed out all the films and I'm sorry, it's all on you. It's all Kevin on you. He runs in like sweating. You gotta get a Riri, Riri get, Williams in. You gotta get everything done. You gotta get and it in there. Got, like Ryan Coogler there just like with a little <laughs> like just like pat- patting himself down. It's like, oh god, oh god. <laughs> But no, yeah, it, I think he he did a great job with this he film. He's he's job. a very good director, and you can feel that he's holding so, this film well. So obviously, like we Shang Chi and Black Panther, they were the two like highlights of this one. I think the middle ground of this phase is Spider Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange, um, and For Love and Thunder. Like we've talked about middle them ground. Yeah, I think they're fine. I think Spider-Man No Way Home, if you think... It's it's a good spectacle, but if you think about it too much... Too much, it, it stops making it, sense. It stops making sense. Doctor Strange, like, it has some good moments, but, like, broadly, it's just meh. Uh, it's not bad, it's just bleh. Uh, for Love and Thunder, again, bleh. But then when you compare it to Eternals, Eternals is actually bad. That's not a good film. Yeah, it's really bad. Yeah, and Black Panther... Black Widow is just kind of, like should have been made years ago i guess so i just kind of like yeah it's fine it's just there mm. yeah it's fine disappointing phase i mean we can probably do another episode with chris i don't want to maybe talk about this too much uh because i miss think this... you chris we miss you chris so much you need you, to control you really, this. you really do keep us <laughs> this is this podcast has meandered that's what i think that's what happens when you're not here um <laughs> it's a mess um but yeah i will do an episode on phase four we'll do like a review of phase four maybe next but it's not been the best, has it? It's been just yeah. It's, it's kind of there. It's I think meh has been the the word of the se- of the, the the phase of the season of the of phase. The it's the time um, of the season. You know. Yeah. When, uh, <laughs> <laughs> when the blood runs high, yeah, that's exactly. What I was say. <laughs> um, um, yeah, it's been meh. It's meh. It has been, yeah. It's been it's been fine. I mean yeah. what's what's phase five? So phase five starts off with uh, uh, Ant Man, okay, which we all think is going to be good. Like we we that is that feels like the first one in a while that actually feels like it's going to push the plot because Kang is actually in that. So that's the one that feels like we're actually going to go somewhere. So we've got Ant Man, Quantumanium, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, the Marvels. Then looking forward to that. Captain America, New World Order, Thunderbolts, which I guess, sure. And then Blade. Oh, Blade! I'm so excited for Blade. Yeah, should be good. Should be really, so really good. For Blade. And then phase six is Deadpool 3, which I'm not sure how that's going to fit in, but cool. Fantastic Four, which I, I'm actually really looking forward to that, particularly that they've introduced Namor, because if Namor. there's somebody who gets very flustered by the smoke show that is 
uh, Namor. It's uh, Mrs. Fantastic. The Invisible Woman has a very strong love interest with uh, Namor. A bit of a, a bit of a dabbling. Uh, really? We... Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's a big thing. Wow. She's she's uh, she's not being faithful for. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, loves his wings on his ankles. She's into that. <laughs> um, then we have Kang. Um, the Kang Dynasty or Dynasty, depending on how you say that, and then uh, Secret Wars. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'll have some more announced, but that's all Is we've Secret had so far. Secret Wars going to be like an Avengers level event? Yeah. So it's sorry. Yeah, no, that's Avengers: The Kang Dynasty and Avengers: Secret War. So they're nice. both they're both like big Avengers. And what is this? This uh, 2027? How how far in the future are we? 2026. Oh Christ! Yeah, but it's 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 a long way to go, and this phase has just been kind of like, yeah, that's how I feel towards this one. Just yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I I think we've just been broadly disappointed by this phase, and I think Wakanda Forever has been at least it's a good way to end. It's it is a good film because if we had yeah, ended on Love and Thunder, on, we would have been disappointed, right? It's ended on it's been ended on a bit of a high, you know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's sort of like a I guess a lot of um the yeah. next phase is going to be you know new mantles that sort of thing, and this yeah, seems like a very true. poignant end of the phase of like we we have we're, we're moving on to the next yeah, generation. Yeah, I mean I guess it unintentionally it is very poignant end. They didn't mean to to be that because they, I think this was already slated to be the end of phase 4 when Chadwick Boseman was still alive, but mm. I think it's become a very poignant end to this phase because you know with the loss of Chadwick Boseman there is as you say a lot of moving of the times and changing mm. and i think this phase i guess we're not very happy with this well it's not that we're not happy but it's a disappointing phase but a big sense of this phase is change i guess yeah. and we've ended with probably the biggest change of all which is the tragic tragic large loss of um chabot bozeman and uh, i guess how heavy that still weighs on that film because i think it did drastically affect what this film was going to be 100 uh, still good and you should still go see it if we oh, haven't spoiled. definitely go if, see you, it. if you haven't seen it why, even you, why we... did you make it this far <laughs> did you listen to us <laughs> how did you get this far in and you yeah. haven't seen it so it was, stop was, now, was our siren calls not loud enough like <laughs> <laughs> um but it is good i had fun and I'm glad we ended phase four in a good way. And I'm also very glad that Chapit Bozeman had the fitting end. I'm going to just forget about the post credit sequence, to be honest with you. I think for me, the film ends with those memories of him and our memories of Chapman Bozeman. I think it's a very, very emotional end. And it mm. does really well. And it's a good film. It's a good film. Yeah. yeah. I, I had a lot of fun. And uh, yeah. do you know what? Two thumbs up. Even though it has this issues, a new rating system, it's got it's got two thumbs up. Even why though it has issues, a new, why are you bringing a new rating? Because system? I love chaos. <laughs> right. Whilst we figure out the new rating system, we will do our general roundup. You can find us on Instagram. We are the Phantom Zone. You'll find a little picture of us reading our comic books together. Jump on that. We are going to be doing more stuff, more things, 10-minute talks, reading clubs. Get on it. Join us. We've got UK Film Review, too. I do reviews on that. Simone will come on that in the future, I imagine. Chris is on that, too. We've got UK Film Review's Film Festival, too. Bit of a mouthful, but it's good. I am on a upcoming po- eh, episode where I do oh, some horror films. Well. 
Thank I was. I really was. <laughs> Uh, no, continue, continue, continue. Cut this, cut this, cut this, cut that, cut that. So, yeah, I'm on a horror podcast where I review some podcast stuff and film stuff with my good friend Rachel. She has the Scream Test, which is another one of our shows. So, go give that a listen. It's great. We have a good time. I won't spoil anything, but some of it might involve a terrible film called Zombie Beach. I can say that because this is our podcast. I can be as brutal as I want. <laughs> but yes, join us next time. We will be talking about, I imagine, Phase 4. I think that's actually a really good one to do. So we'll be talking about Phase 4. If not, we'll be talking about something else. Something comic book related or pop culture. Because we're your one-stop shop for pop culture. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> thank you, Simone, for joining me. Thank and you. Thank you for hosting. In thank, thank, thank me too. Absence. I thank myself. <laughs> it was stressful. I've been sweating a lot. I'm not going to lie. You but have thank that you to to. for listening. Thank you to Hudson East for our intro music. We should As thank always. you every, every time. We I should. Because how much of a bop it is. We always forget, but you played it to me. Because we don't listen to it before we start the podcast. But we, we should, should probably listen to it we every should. time. Because it is a bop. A you bop. make amazing music. So thank you. If you don't listen to him, go do it now. Thank us later. He is a talent. And uh, yeah, thank you to you at home right now with us in your ears. Thank and you for listening. We're going to sign off right here because this has gone on way too long. We're just thanking everybody. Thank okay. the world. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>